You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. This week it is episode 123 and we are talking the iconic Simpsons arcade game. We're going back to the arcade this week, my friends. It's been a while since we talked about an arcade game. It's also been a while since we covered a Simpsons game. You guys know I'm a big Simpsons fan. Uh, so why not kill two birds with one stone? We are going to talk about the, the famous slash infamous Simpsons arcade game this week. Uh, it's one of those ones that we all played back in the day. We all pumped a ton of quarters into it. Like Just based on the response, since I said that's the game we're going to talk about this week, I know a lot of you guys are excited. And it's funny because like we all know there's maybe 300 horrible Simpsons games out there. There's only a few really good ones. And this arcade game was the very first Simpsons ar- video game, and it's still considered maybe the best Simpsons game ever made. I know personally there's one or two that I would probably put in front of it, but I get the argument, and it's certainly right there. And that's pretty impressive, man, because this game's almost 30 years old. It's gone wire to wire. It's almost like the TV show. Like, the older you get, the better it is type thing. Do you know what I'm saying? 
so anyway, I'm excited about this. It's a solid, fun, quarter-munching arcade beat-em-up. And so we're going to give it its moment in the sun, goddammit, right here on Remember the Game. I figured for episode one, two, three, a wrestling game might have made sense, but I don't have any wrestling episodes pre-recorded. And we talk a ton of wrestling on here. Let's uh, go back to The Simpsons for a little while. So my pal and fellow Simpsons superfan Chris is uh, back on the show this week. And we're going to talk about our memories of just pumping quarters or Chuck E. Cheese tokens, in my case, into that iconic arcade cabinet in just a minute. Because speaking of iconic, it is time for our fabled... Remember the game intro. And never forget, there are timestamps in the description box of the podcast telling you where to skip to if you're only here for Simpsons talk or you just want to listen to play one, remake one, erase one, or fucking whatever. Look in the description box and uh, then you can skip around to whatever you want to listen to. And also, before I get into my normal rambling and self-promotion, uh, I wanted to say what's up to somebody, to uh, to one of the youngest hot dogs here at Remember the Game Industries, my buddy Riley. Uh, Riley, your dad said that you guys listen to the show together uh, while you're driving and stuff like that. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for, uh, for supporting the show. And I just think it's so awesome that at your age, you're interested in the classic video games that your old man and I grew up playing. So, uh, dude, thank you so much for listening Riley save some princesses don't repeat any of the stuff that I say at school or around your mom or anything like that my man and thank you both so much for listening to the show you guys it's fu- your message made my day that was awesome uh, and thank you so much to all of you for listening to the show it's the coolest thing and if you like remember the game you might like game patch as well if you haven't checked that out it's my modern gaming news show where i hit on the biggest playstation xbox nintendo news the biggest news in gaming in period uh but i also swear a whole bunch and struggle to pronounce big words and stuff just like i do right here on remember the game so if you like what i do here try that you can find game patch wherever you get podcasts it's also on youtube new episodes go live every single monday morning or and you knew this was coming Sign up for our Patreon, and you'll get it three days early. You guys, like, why wait until Monday like a chump when you can listen to it every Friday morning instead? And it's only two bucks, which is eight quarters, which will get you about halfway through one level of the Simpsons arcade game if you're fucking good at it. So uh, it's only $2 for early access to Game Patch. Plus, you'll get access to our Patreon-exclusive uh, podcast expansion pass plus all the old episodes of it there's almost 50 episodes sitting there now i think there is over 50 that you can just download right on your phone to listen to with game rankings and game reviews and stuff like that you can pick the games we cover right here and remember the game you can submit comments to be read on all the shows you get access to our new discord service and most importantly god damn it you can support me and the show and Remember the Game Industries, which is really what matters. Almost 140 of you are doing that right now, including our newest Patreons, uh, PB McFadden, Grant Robertson, Adam Beasley, Tim L., and Dominic S. Thompson. Thank you all so much, and welcome to Remember the Game Industries, you hot dogs. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, you get access to our weekly uh, exclusive Patreon show expansion pass. Last Saturday was episode 33, and we talked about the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One generation of gaming. Our highlights, our lowlights, now that next gen is here and those systems are being retired. Uh, for this Sunday, for episode 34, I think we're going to do a ranking episode. And I think we're going to rank Mega Man. I'm a huge fan of that series. A lot of you seem to enjoy the Mega Man 3 episode of Remember the Game we did last week. So for this Sunday's expansion pass, I'm going to rank the 11 core Mega Man games. Not the X ones or any of those spinoffs. Just stick to Mega Man itself. And I'll basically just spend an hour or so blowing smoke up that franchise's ass because Mega Man is fucking awesome. Uh, and yeah, and for those, so you'll get, for some of you have asked, uh, you can get access, you can see the entire list of all our expansion pass 
uh, episodes at rememberthegamepodcast.com. So before you sign up for your $2, swing by there. It'll tell you exactly what every episode is about. And then you can flip through and be like, oh, yeah, I would like to listen to that and this and that and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, sign up, two bucks, get extra podcasts, do all that other stuff fucking i i know i i know i plug it every week but like that goal of hitting 200 patrons is getting closer and closer by the week when we hit 200 i'm going to send you all a lanyard and a thank you note um i run very few ads on the podcast i don't lock episodes of remember the game behind a paywall or anything the patreon is how this shit happens so thanks a lot for considering supporting me at least if you don't already Uh, also shout out to bully for the playstation 2 that ran away that game ran away with this month's patreon poll uh so i'll be playing through that this month and then it'll receive an episode of remember the game in the coming month or so thanks to everybody that voted for that and finally as always uh i i gotta plug my my twitch stream i'm over there every tuesday thursday and sunday nights normally from 8 to 11 p.m mountain time look for remember the game on twitch not remember look for remember the game and you can pop by and say hi and i chat with the audience while I'm playing video games. It's usually a lot of fun. Uh, A couple of quick changes, you guys. This week, the Thursday and Sunday night streams will be starting late. Uh, I just have comedy shows those nights. So I won't be online until about 9.30 or 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time instead of 8. And I'll hang around until midnight. So it'll be a little bit shorter on Thursday and Sunday, 10 p.m. to about midnight Mountain Standard Time. My apologies. I comedy pays my bills um and then yeah i have a 24-hour stream coming up next weekend for extra life which if you don't know is a program that raises money for children's hospitals i'll be raising money for the stollery children's hospital here in edmonton you can uh, you'll get a tax deductible receipt if you donate i think at least here in canada you will i don't know how the whole world works but if you can get a tax deductible receipt for charity you can get one there and then i'll have a couple prizes to give away everyone that donates at least 20 dollars will be entered into my draws Uh, i'm going to be giving away a copy of a video game whatever game the winner wants i'll buy them a copy or send them a digital version of the copy and somebody's going to win a remember the game president for a day package you get to pick the game we cover you and i'll hook up via skype or zoom or something you're the guest you and i will do an episode of remember the game so i'll be doing that as well for everyone that pledges you'll be entered into the draw for that and if we reach my goal of a thousand dollars i will use part of my 24-hour stream to play some echo the dolphin and get angry and you can all come by and laugh at that and i might actually record a live episode of expansion pass on the twitch stream as well well uh maybe a QA style episode where i can just chat with you guys and stuff like that I, I haven't figured that part out yet but it should be a lot of fun so that's next weekend november 20th and 21st i'll have some more details up on my social media soon and you can check that out uh and that's all right good enough that's enough blowing myself we're at eight nine minutes here uh, oh shit quickly sorry expansion pass is going to be recorded a day early this week it'll it probably won't go live until sunday They might go live on Saturday. I don't know if I want to trust the hotel Wi-Fi because I'm on the road this weekend. But I'll be recording it Friday instead of Saturday because I'm on the road. So if you are a supporter of us on Patreon, uh, the topic is open for you to weigh in with your Mega Man rankings and stuff. Get them in there now because I'll be recording a day early and I don't want anyone to miss out that wanted to get involved. All right. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in some cartridges. It is our opening segment of the show. As you guys know, I like to read a few comments and questions from our Patreons, usually gaming related, but not always. Uh, And we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. Let's blow. And the first person to be blown this week is Stupid Monkey, who wrote in and said, I've recently begun reading the Power Rangers comics and just finished the Ninja Turtles Power Ranger crossover. And my 11-year-old self was super happy to see the mix of these childhood shows. What crossovers would you like to see in a video game and in what style of game, like Double Dragon and Battletoads, but actually good and not crap? Personally, I'd love to see Samus and Mega Man team up for a Metroidvania-style platformer. 
Uh, thanks for writing in, Stupid Monkey. And I gotta say, I've never played Battletoads Double Dragon, but I want to. I have added it to my NES Mini. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and play it. I just want to see... It's on my someday pile. Like, I don't know if anyone else is like that with video games. I've got a huge someday pile where it's like, I'll probably never even play most of these, but I really want to play Battletoads and Double Dragon. Uh, and just sorry, and I am going to answer your question, Super Monkey. While we're talking comic book crossovers, I'm not a huge comic book guy, but shout out to everyone at IDW, not only for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics they produce, which are fucking amazing but they did a turtles ghostbusters crossover i think they've actually done a second one now i've only read the first ones uh but it got me a little hot i'm not gonna lie those are my two favorite franchises ever and so to see the ghostbusters interacting with the ninja turtles like whoo it was like mixing peanut butter and honey for the first time man that shit was magic um so as far as a video game goes yeah i actually like the idea of samus and Mega Man. i think that sounds i think that sounds fucking rad um like, other than it would make Mega Man look like a little kid, because I assume, like, I don't know, maybe you guys don't feel this way, but, like, I've always seen Mega Man as, like, I don't know, he's, like, four feet tall, and I imagine Samus is, like, you know, five and a half, six feet tall, and i just afraid it would make Mega Man look like a shrimp. But, yeah, Samus Mega Man would be awesome, and, you know, I've said it on here before, but I would, and I this was the first game that came to my mind, and I couldn't think of anything even remotely that interested me more. Uh, I would love to see a Mario Sonic crossover game. And not like a stupid Mario Sonic Olympics game, but like a platforming game. And the way I think, I envision it, like a 2D platformer. Maybe you even go back to the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis style art, like that that pixel style art. Have Mario like platforming in different Sonic levels. Maybe you could have Sonic ripping through Mario levels, like design some Mushroom Kingdom style levels for Sonic to fly through. You could have Robotnik and Bowser team up. Like, it, oh fuck, it'd be so sick. I love it. I love that idea. So that's what I want is a Mario Sonic crossover game. Um, although I do really like that, that Mega Man Samus angle a lot too. Good question, stupid monkey. Good blow. Well done. Um, Luca wrote into us over on Patreon and said, uh, just wanted to let you know your Discord is great, really enjoying chatting with everyone, and free listeners should consider becoming Patreon supporters to get access to it. It's like going back to the late 90s with chat rooms again. Now listen, I swear to God I did not write this myself. I also didn't pay Luca to write this in or anything. Luca's a longtime supporter of the show with a last name that I can't pronounce despite him trying to teach me how to pronounce it with videos via DM. I can't, I, I just... I, I suck. Uh, Luca, I'm never going to be able to say your last name. Uh, but thank you so much for the support. Thank you for being part of the community. And I agree. This is what I wanted to touch on. It really is a lot of fun. And I'm not trying to just plug the Patreon again. Uh, but I'm sure a bunch of you aren't familiar with Discord, just like I wasn't until a couple weeks ago. Uh, but it really is. It's just a bunch of chat rooms. It's like a bunch of MSM Messenger style uh, chat rooms. And we've got them, like we, we use hot dog emojis as thumbs up. We talk about games and life and the podcasts and stuff like that. We have different rooms for all those topics. Everyone gets along and we all just go in there and fuck around and talk. I'm in there all the time. It's really dope, man. It's really fun. Um, and I talk about it a lot, but the, the community that we're building here is fucking awesome. And it just gets bigger. It feels like every week our community gets bigger. I enjoy dealing with you guys more than I enjoy dealing with most people in the, in real life, like on the planet, like 99% of people, I would rather deal with the hot dogs here at remember the game. I'm in the discord all the time. I'm there fucking around. I want to hear from you guys. So yeah, if you like what we're doing, you want to join remember the game industries, uh, pay the two bucks and then come over to the discord. You're welcome. there. really welcoming community. It's a lot of fun. Unless you're one of those vinyl record weirdos. And we don't know you, you know, you fucking go to one of your little hippie discord services where you play hacky sack and drink organic vegetable juice while you listen to your vinyl records, but everybody else is welcome. Thanks for writing in Luca. 
Uh, and then finally, before we move on to play one, remake one, erase one, as you guys know, every week it's letter time, and I pick someone's letter to be the letter time letter. So with that said, it's letter time, it's letter time, and this week the letter comes in from Stitch over on Patreon, and Stitch says, the launch of Next Gen has me stirring. I promised myself I wouldn't buy right away, but damn am I finding it hard now. It's got me thinking, since they announced most PS4 games are backwards compatible on the PS5, I could sell my PS4 and accessories to put money toward a PlayStation 5. I also have a PS3, so I can use that to play my old PS3, PS2, and PS1 games. Theoretically, I could still have the ability to play all my library of games and have a decent dent in paying the cost of a new PlayStation 5 console. Am I crazy for thinking this? First of all, thank you for writing in, Stitch. And this is a perfect letter time letter this week because it's next-gen week, right? We all know the Xbox Series everything's the PlayStation 5s are trickling out into the wild now. Maybe you've got one by the time you hear this. Um, and I'm in the exact same boat as you, Stitch, so I thought this would make a great letter. I, I, I swore that I would wait. I'm like, I don't really have the cash to blow on one of these systems right now. But then you start seeing everyone posting all their pictures of them with their brand new fancy consoles, and fuck, it's, it's not as easy as I thought it would be to resist. I totally get where you're coming from, my friend. Now, traditionally, Stitch, my advice is don't sell your consoles, okay? Because I've sold most of my old ones, and man, oh man, do I regret selling some of them. Particularly my PlayStation Vita, my 3DS. That was a, that's a swing and a miss by me. I should not have sold those. But in this particular instance, I think you're good. I think it makes sense. I mean, you have all your bases covered. All your PlayStation 4 games work on the PlayStation 5, aside from a couple freak games that you probably don't want to play anymore anyway. So even if you want, like, if you had a PS5, even if you wanted to play one of your PS4 games, why would you bother firing up your PlayStation 4 when you could just play them on the fancy new quicker, faster fucking hardware? Like, I, I don't imagine once you've got a PS5, I don't see why you would ever turn your PS4 on again. You know, and the same thing goes for the Xbox uh, Series X and Series S. Once you've got one of those, there's no reason to fire up your Xbox One. You're just going to play all those games on your new fancy hardware or console with the faster load times and stuff like that and have less clutter. So I don't think you're crazy, Stitch. I, I think you're a goddamn accountant quite frankly, and I think uh, that it makes in total sense, and I wholeheartedly endorse your plan. If you're ever going to sell a console, now's the time to do it. Now, the one thing I will say is don't, and this goes to everybody, not just Stitch, don't pay fucking scalpers for a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X or Series S. Just, just be patient. More coming. Don't give those sons of bitches your business or the satisfaction. They can all go fist themselves motherfucking scalpers that buy up a ton of xboxes or playstation 5s and then sell them. i've seen xbox series x's going online for over a thousand dollars like go fuck yourself over a thousand like no fuck that every game you can play pretty well every game on there on your xbox one i think every game i know it's not quite as good but don't give one of those sacks of shit a thousand dollars just wait more are coming okay xbox playstation they want to sell you their console they're gonna get more out there so just be patient just fucking just um just calm down all right uh, good fucking good letter, Stitch. Thanks for writing in. Thanks to everybody that blew in the cartridge. That's enough blowing this week. Uh, let's let's switch this thing up and let's get into our smash hit segment. Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you, of course, to Classic Concentration for the original NES for unknowingly 
providing us with our theme music for Play One, Remake One, Erase One. The rules are simple. You guys know how it works. Each week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern AAA game. And the third game is Erased from Time Forever. And this week, I figured since we're talking a beat-em-up on the show, let's talk beat-em-ups here as well. So it's the beat-em-up edition of Play One, Remake One, Erase One, featuring Spider-Man and Venom, Maximum Carnage for the SNES and Sega Genesis, Double Dragon for the NES and Arcade and wherever else it ended up, I'm not sure, and Streets of Rage 2 for the Sega Genesis. As always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a correct answer, and I'm going to tell you what it is in just a minute. And thank you, as always, to everyone that wrote in as well. I know I say it every week, but I, I mean it every week. I can't always read all of them, but I'm going to get into a few right now. Let's fucking go. We're going to kick this week off with James Clark, who said, come on, this is the hardest one to date. Erase Maximum Carnage, I guess. I mean, it sucks to erase it because it was probably my favorite Spider-Man universe game for a long time, but the other two held more significance to me. I'd play Streets of Rage 2. That game is a masterpiece. I spent hours playing this game. It was one of the best beat-em-ups of all time, in my opinion. And I'd remake Double Dragon because it deserves it. This game set some bars for the beat-em-up genre and really helped to explode the genre in years to follow. I remember playing this game with a close friend all the time. As far as NES games go, this one was gold. Let's bring it back and see what they can do to it today. God damn it. Well, thanks for writing in, James, and thank you for playing. I gotta, uh, listen, I'm gonna get this out of the way right now. I have not played Streets of Rage 2, and I've played, like, 10 minutes of Double Dragon, okay? So if I say something wrong or stupid, you can yell at me, but know that there's an excuse for my stupidity. Um, so the part of the reason that I listed them for this week's episode of the show was because I wanted to see what you guys think of them, because I don't know them very well. And I gotta say, dude, I can't get over the praise for Streets of Rage 2. It like I'm not I'm not saying it's it's warranted or not warranted. I haven't played this game, but dude, like practically everyone that wrote in that has played it fucking swears by it. It's really I gotta see what the hype is about this fucking game. It hurts to erase maximum carnage, James. I should talk about your order. I it, that hurts me, but your logic is solid, so I can't get upset about it. Now it's what's crazy though is you also said this was the hardest play one remake one erase one so far. Um, but then stupid monkey comes in right behind you and says, this is easy play streets of rage Two. It was a fun game. And I remember playing many hours at a buddy's house as a kid remake maximum carnage. This was a fun game as a kid. I still love that blood red cartridge. And I'd love to see an update with today's mechanics and graphics and some of the characters introduced in the years since. And then erase double dragon. The game was bad. So bad. The only thing worse was the movie. It should be erased outside of this segment. That's bold, that even if it didn't have to be erased for the game show, you'd erase it anyway. So, uh, a couple of other things you said there. First, I also love that red cartridge. It bugs me to see it on a shelf full of the gray cartridges and then that one bright red one. Uh, But at the same time, I love how it stands out. And I want to say Doom had a red cartridge for the Super Nintendo as well, but don't quote me on that. I think it it did. Um, But now James Clark says that Double Dragon is gold, and Stupid Monkey says that it's bad, and James Clark says this one is hard, and Stupid Monkey says this one is easy. So you guys are just, maybe you two should fight. Maybe you two should Double Dragon it up in an alley. Just Stupid Monkey versus James Clark going at it over whether or not Double Dragon is good. But everyone swears by Streets of Rage. 
So, like, I mean, and that's a nut, stupid monkey just did it well. Apparently, Double Dragon is divisive. I thought Streets of Rage would be divisive, but Double Dragon seems to be the hit or miss one. Yamcha wrote in and said, So these games mean a lot to me, or at least two do anyway. I'd play Streets of Rage because I swear I pop it in at least two to three times a month just to play a chill beat em up. I don't care how far I get. I'd remake Double Dragon because it definitely deserves a remake, and I'd erase Maximum Carnage only because I've never played it and I never really heard the best reviews for it. Uh, thanks for writing in, Yamcha. And that's crazy to me because I've read three answers and all three of you had completely different orders for what you'd play, remake, and erase. Uh, and I love it. Maybe this one is hard, which is what I wanted. You guys, coming up with these is tricky because it's like you want you want three games that haven't already been completely remade that are all around the same level of each other so that there's not one runaway erase or one runaway play or anything like that. Um, and it's interesting, man. So yeah, so three people, three different orders. Yamcha would play Streets, remake Double Dragon, and erase Maximum Carnage because, and he said because the reviews aren't great. And I can actually get on board with that as well. I like Spider-Man Venom Maximum Carnage, but I think the reason people like that game uh, so much is because Spider-Man Venom and Maximum or and Carnage are in it. You know what I mean? Like if it was just three generic, if it was just a generic beat 'em up, nobody would talk about that game. It just happens to be because spider-man and friends make an appearance in it so i can get on board with that logic because uh, i do think that you know mechanically it's probably the worst game of the three uh joe buck wrote in and said play streets of rage it's a damn classic of course you guys are playing streets of rage uh remake maximum carnage it would look great with a fresh paint of coat uh <laughs> nice uh that's if you li- if you listen to a certain wrestling podcast you get that uh and then erase double dragon because it's the og big titus of this list now listen joe that's a lot of inside jokes between dropping the fresh paint of coat and then a rip on OG Big Titus. And you and I have talked about this. You can't just keep erasing games and saying that they're Big Titus, okay? And who, if you don't know, if you guys, the listeners don't know who OG Big Titus is, it's a longtime member of the community, a friend of Joe's in real life, and Joe has taken a waging war with them via my podcast. And I'm sick and tired of you two talking shit about each other on my show, but I'm going to keep reading your comments because you each pay the $2 a month and God knows I need your money. So, and Big Titus is not Double Dragon, okay? Big Titus is like Single Dragon sipping hot water and lemon in bed watching that 70s show. He's not Double Dragon, so there you go. A couple more, and we'll wrap this up. Robert Fuchsia wrote in and said, Play Streets of Rage 2 because it's great, and we already have a modern Streets of Rage. Remake Maximum Carnage so we can have a better version, and I can finally play a Spider-Man game on my Xbox. Erase Double Dragon. Those games are crap. Their legacy is far greater than the gameplay, which is about as good as that terrible movie with Alyssa Milano. Now, see, another person now doesn't like Double Dragon. It's interesting. I'm not going to BS you guys. I don't, I've never seen that movie. I don't know the movie. Or I Frankly, I don't know who Alyssa Milano is because uh, I don't see a lot of movies. Uh, but based on my uh, my previous game movie experiences, yeah, I agree with you. It probably sucks. Most video game movies do. So uh, the Spider-Man on Xbox thing is an interesting idea because it makes you wonder if they did remake Maximum Carnage, would it be a PlayStation exclusive like most Spider-Man stuff? Or would it get that's hmm. That's an interesting concept, Robert. And then finally, Zane Donovan wrote in and said, Remake Maximum Carnage. I love that game and love a modern version more. Play Double Dragon as it's a classic, enjoyable game. And Erase Streets of Rage 2 because I never played it and have no want or need to. And Zane, and listen, nobody hang up on me. Nobody just delete the podcast. Zane is the only one that got it right this week, that nailed it. My logic and the reasoning isn't the same, but my order is. I would play Double Dragon, I would remake Maximum Carnage, and I would erase Streets of Rage 2. And listen why, for all you Streets of Rage fans, fucking go Streets of Rage on me. Just listen. 
I play Double Dragon because I know, while it's apparently quite divisive amongst you guys, it's an incredibly iconic game. Like, I just, it's one of those games that it really bothers me. It'd be like being a movie buff and then having never seen fucking Star Wars or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I gotta play this game just to see what all the hubbub is about and see why it's so divisive slash iconic. So I play Double Dragon. I would remake Maximum Carnage because Venom is my favorite comic book character ever. Spider-Man and Carnage might be number two and number three. And my fucking God, would I love to see that whole Maximum Carnage arc with Spider-Man and Venom teaming up done as a glorious AAA PS5 or Xbox series, anything fucking game. Oh God. Like I still have my fingers crossed that the next Spider-Man PlayStation 5 game has Venom in it. Because Venom just translates perfectly into video games. If you've never played Ultimate Spider-Man, which I think might be my favorite PlayStation 2 game, you've got to play that game. It has Venom in it. It's fucking awesome. Oh, I want a remake of Maximum Carnage. Uh, And then I would erase Streets of Rage 2. Now, everyone loves it and says it's awesome, and I'm not erasing it because it sucks or anything like that. But I have played Streets of Rage 4. I played it this year, and I can't imagine 2 is better than 4 is. I just, you, I don't, I, I don't, I can't believe that. So if I have to get rid of one, I'll get rid of the one that is an ancient version of the 2020 game that I fucking adore. Like I, if it's as good as Streets of Rage 4, that's fine. But then it's like, I don't need two of those. I have Streets of Rage 4. That's the one I want to play. So the only reason I'm erasing Streets of Rage 2 is because of Streets of Rage 4. Don't yell at me. I'm sorry. That'll be my answer. Thanks to all of you that played. Keep playing every week, you guys. Play one, remake one, erase one. Um, it really is just caught on, and it's probably my favorite segment of the week. All right? Good enough. What have I been playing? And then I'll finally stop rambling like an idiot. Uh, yep, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, we'll start talking Simpsons Arcade game. I'm still playing Wasteland 3 on my Xbox One. Expect to keep hearing that for quite some time because it's so long. And I have a, I, I still resent it a little bit for being so long because I have so many other games that I want to play, including at least one or two more 2020 games that I would like to get some time with before I name a game of the year. But I just can't stop playing Wasteland 3. It's so good. People are sleeping on that game. And fuck me, is it awesome. Aside from the glitches, it crashes on me. Dude, that's how much I love it, is it crashes on me usually at least once a session, and I still can't stop playing it. I just save every time I do anything. I love that fucking game. Um, uh, What else am I playing? Sorry, I lost my place in my notes. Oh, yeah, I'm also still playing Hades on my Switch. I'm getting close to beating it for the first time. I haven't been playing it as much this past week, but I will go back to it. It's fucking rad. Really, really like that game. Recommend it 10 out of 10. Um, and then I got a tip out, uh, this weekend at one of my comedy shows, like a cash tip from somebody in the audience who I actually made fun of for half the show, uh, which is not a regular thing, getting tips as a comedian. Uh, but it was really generous, really nice. And I used it to pick up Crash Bandicoot 4 while Crash was on sale because I've been wanting to play that game since it launched. And you guys, it is, it's, it's excellent fucking excellent i plan on reviewing it on expansion pass when i'm done it but if you're a crash bandicoot fan at least the original trilogy crash bandicoot maybe not even the games after that but if you like the original three games or the remade uh the remastered uh versions of those three games then i recommend crash bandicoot for 11 out of 10 and it's on sale well it might be off sale by the time you guys hear this i think it's on sale on the psn until november 11th so i don't know when you guys are going to hear this but Highly recommend Crash Bandicoot 4. Fuck, it's good. And then I'm going to start playing Bully this week uh, because it won the Patreon poll, and I'm excited to finally see what all the hype is about Bully. And that's it. That's enough. Good enough. Long enough intro. Uh, Let's get into the Simpsons arcade game. 
You guys know I like to give a few of you a chance to share your thoughts on the game before I indulge myself and ramble for a bit. And some of you had them. OG Big Titus, speak of the devil, wrote in and said, I literally ate at Red Robin in Edmonton before they closed just to play the Simpsons cabinet that they still had in there. Uh, So first of all, rest in peace, Red Robin. If you don't live somewhere where they exist, it was a burger place with all you could eat fries and they were like the thick steak fries and they were covered in seasoning salt. Fuck, they were good. And that place introduced me to the concept of putting a fried egg on my hamburger and I'll never forget them for it because, dude, if you've never tried a fried egg on your hamburger, then you're not living life. So good. So yeah, fucking right's Big Titus. Great pull. God, I miss Red Robin. Uh, Keeg779988, love that name, wrote in and said, uh, not just one of the best Simpsons games ever made, one of the best arcade games ever made. It's amazing four-player beat-em-up action that's right up there with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for me. Now, that's high fucking praise, my friend, to compare it to, to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, but I don't think it's a horrible comparison. I don't think that's I don't think that's too extreme. Uh, I do think it stands up as well, right along with those games. I'm shocked we never got a home port like we did with the Ninja Turtles arcade game, but we're going to get into that uh, in just a minute. They Call Me Badger wrote in and said, Quarters, so many quarters. This was my go-to arcade game. I love this one so much. And to know you're giving, and I quote, the best Simpsons game ever an episode makes me happy. Honestly, when we were allowed to go out, I could drop like $20 on this game at our local barcade. As a kid, Bartholomew was my main, but we all know Marge and her handy vacuum are the real MVPs. Uh, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks, Badger. That's funny. That's funny to me because nobody ever wants to be Marge when we play. Like That's always the, the position that stays empty for the longest. And she really is the Donatello of this game with her vacuum, the long vacuum. Uh, and we all know Donatello is the best turtle, so that makes Marge the best turtle in Simpsons world. It's a good pull. But then Ian C wrote in and said, so many memories with this game. As a kid, my class would go to the local roller skating arcade or a rink for events. I would spend almost all of my time and a ton of my mom's money on this Simpsons game and on the X-Men game. This was early 90s at its best. I took my six-year-old to a bounce house recently and they had the Simpsons game there. Only Marge worked, but it was still so much fun as always. Now you see, now the, the reason Marge is the only one that works is because nobody ever wants to play as Marge. That's, I, yeah, fucking right. Uh, but I agree. I agree with all you guys. I think this game belongs in that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles X-Men arcade cabinet discussion. Uh, I like talking about these old games, these old arcade cabinets once in a while because I know tons of us grew up pumping quarters or Chuck E. Cheese tokens into them, myself included. And that's a great way to get this thing going. My buddy Chris and I had a fantastic chat about the Simpsons arcade game. And I'm going to let you listen in on it right now. Let's cue up some music. And let's go back to when everything The Simpsons did, including video games, was incredible. The early 90s, man. The Simpsons arcade game originally released here in North America on March 4th, 1991. Let's talk about it right now. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it, Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about this 
stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. So as I probably as I probably will have said during the intro, this is going to be an incredibly Simpson-centric episode of the show. And if you're thinking, boy, they sure have covered a lot of Simpsons games on the show so far, it's going to continue because first of all, there are a ton of Simpsons games. Second of all, I'm a huge Simpsons fan. And third of all, a bunch of my guests are giant Simpsons fans too, including this week's guest returning to the show from episode one fame and several episodes thereafter. A uh, good buddy of mine, Mr. Christopher, can I say your last name? Yeah, fire away. Okay, Mr. Christopher Eber, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. Simpsons time. It is Simpsons time, and uh, I'm trying to think, like, because whether you you and I did virtual Bart, right? Yeah, we did virtual Bart. Oh, God, I hate that fucking game. You want to do it again? Yeah, let's just forget the Simpsons arcade game. Let's just talk virtual Bart revisited, and we'll be like, there was so much to talk about how bad this game was the first time. We're gonna do it again. I hate that fucking game. No, I do not want to do that again. We're gonna talk the Simpsons arcade game, which. By all uh, intents and purposes, is a pretty good video game, actually. I loved it. Now, okay, I so loved it a lot. okay, so now I'll ask because I do too. But I was thinking about this, and I wanted to ask you this to start it right off the gate. And you can have a one-word answer. You can go on a ten-minute rant, whatever you want. I want you to just let your heart explode here, Chris. I know that in comparison to most Simpsons games, the Simpsons arcade game is a good game, no question. That bar is very low, but it's a good game. When you compare this to just video games as a whole, to just the standard of video games, do you consider this a good game? Eight-year-old me would have said this is the best game ever made. 37-year-old me would say this is rose-tinted glasses come to life. Yeah, oh, yep. Um, all right, well, that's... All right, yeah. Because I, like... <laughs> it's not... It's not that good. Like, it's not bad. Listen, like, I was looking at a list earlier today of the best Simpsons games because I was just curious where people had this one ranked. And most of I looked at three different lists, and all three lists had this game in the top three. Like, it was right there alongside, obviously, Hit and Run is everyone's number one. And then there was, like, then it was a variation of a third game. Um, I love this game. You and I have literally played this game together, drunk oh, at yeah. bars. It's just like, I. I I don't even want to shit on it because I like this game, but like, I think the Turtles arcade games, for example, who are all were also made by Konami. I for whatever reason, I find them infinitely more playable today than I do the Simpsons arcade game. Well, it feels like yeah, you take the big three, which was that the Turtles game, the Simpsons game, and the X Men one, and I'd say the Simpsons one would be the it'd be the last, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, I think so, and I don't know why that is. Like I, I, cause like I mean, I suppose you could argue that like when you're playing as the Turtles or the X Men, 
the it makes more sense that they're in a beat 'em up game because they're superheroes beating up supervillains. Whereas the Simpsons are just the classic Simpsons characters running around. Like it feels like they just took the engine from the other games and were like, let's just plug in the Simpsons and make it into a beat 'em up game. But I don't feel like that hurts it because like the story works well enough to make it fun. Like Oh yeah, like I mean the fan service is amazing, so I think that helps it a lot. And then and it's not like it handles poorly or it's just it's a dead game or anything like that. Like it's it's fun to play through. Yeah, it is. It I mean and you're right, it's I don't know, like it I mean it's a quarter muncher, but I'm not gonna shit on it for that because so is Turtles and so is X Men and so is every other beat 'em up arcade game ever. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically incredibly difficult and designed to kill you so that you'll keep punching it, pumping in quarters or tokens or whatever. And like you and I were talking about this off air right before we started. Like I don't I don't think I've ever gotten past like the third level in this game because normally when I'm playing it, I used to play it as a kid at Chuck E. Cheese and I'd run out of tokens. And now as an adult, I I'm drunk and I've got like ADD. And I'm sick of pumping tokens in and fucking <laughs> dying all the time. I'm like, "All right, let's go play something else now." Um, now you said that like, so I've never gotten by like the third level, but you said you've beaten this game. Yeah. Like a, a buddy of mine has it on his arcade cabinet and we beat it, but that's, that's also continuing every like probably three minutes or so. Of course. Yeah. But I get going on, but yeah, we did play it through start to finish. But like, but that's like, to me, that's the only way. I mean, first of all, it's the only way it's fucking playable now. And we'll get into that in a minute. But second, like to me, that's the only way this game would have been beatable. Uh, would be oh, to yeah. have it on like a home a home uh, cabinet where you don't have to pump quarters and you can just hit start over. I assume that Rob didn't charge you quarters. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> come over to my really, house. Did, you'd be rich, yeah. yeah, yeah. Come over to my house. You want to play the Simpsons game and then just charge you like twelve bucks to play through this fucking game. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I've never gotten that far into it, but it's always fun every time that we play it. Like you and I have like literally stood at an arcade cabinet and played this game together, and every time I play it. I have a good time until I eventually get bored of it. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it is just because the Simpsons aren't fighting characters like the X-Men and the Turtles are. Because I love the Simpsons as much as I love the Turtles. But I just don't have that like same... Like you fire it up in that first level, you're like, wow, this is awesome. And then by about the third level, usually I'm like, all right, I'm fucking sick of dying now. Maybe that's where it got her. Is that there just wasn't much variety for bad guys. Like It was just the same generic like suits from presumably Mr. Burns' plant. That... The hired goons. Yeah, yeah. I had goons. I had goons. Because um, I looked that up too. Because I was curious when this game came out. It came out during season two of the yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, because even playing through it, there's not really very many recognizable characters. There's maybe about fifteen, twenty tops in a show that has hundreds now. Like, yeah, because there were so many characters that just weren't a thing yet like maybe yet even let alone anything else yeah and i feel like maybe that's part of what helps it when you or what helps like the turtles games that compare to it is like first of all the turtles cartoon series had been around for a while when that came came out and second of all like foot soldiers are the universal enemy all you have to do is throw a different color on them and hand them a different weapon and then you can just keep rolling them out and they're a variety they're different weapons and like you said in this one a majority of the game you spend just beating up faceless guys in suits uh yes What's that? Even the bosses really weren't a whole lot. Like they were kind of generic too. Like other than Burns at the end, I think Smithers the before that they were kind of just throwaway drawings more or less. And- yeah, I think you're right. And like, and again, they did. Like, I mean, if you were to make this game now, I mean, and you could, because I don't think Bob is even in this game. Sideshow Bob. No. Which seems insane no, to no me. Bob. Um, because like to me, if I was gonna make this game today, I would make Bob the villain. Like they always make Mister Burns the villain. And I guess it's because he's like the closest thing they have to like 
a villain character, but I would rather see them go after Bob than Mr. Burns. Make more sense. Like you can even probably have a pretty good storyline about Bob too, even because yeah, there's really not a whole lot of story to this game at all. No, there's not. Okay, so yeah, let's. Okay, so <laughs> do you? I'm assuming like, do you remember the story? Like why they're doing this? Well, I think uh, from what I remember, that's and it's actually the story doesn't even really make a whole lot of sense because it's Smithers is robbing a jewelry store and he steals a diamond. They run into. He runs into the Simpsons, the diamond flies in the air, Maggie catches it as her pacifier, so he just takes Maggie. So the whole game, they're just chasing them down, trying to get Maggie back. <laughs> like, is that not... <laughs> like, I get that you just needed... Like, listen, Mario's my favorite franchise, okay? So I'm not going to sit here and chastise a game for its story when my story of literally every game in my favorite franchise is a giant lizard kidnaps a princess and you have to save her. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, ah... Uh, this is not accurate, but like, there's so many holes. Okay, why is Mr. Burns got Smithers robbing a jewelry store when he's already rich? And yeah, Smith- he could walk in and buy the diamond, and that's the game. Yeah. Exactly, and he so and then he steals one diamond, and then the diamond lands in Maggie's mouth, and instead of just taking the diamond out of her mouth, he runs off with the baby. So now, not only is he looking at a burglary charge and theft over five thousand or whatever, now he's looking at kidnapping. And it's like, and so now they all have to go after Maggie and, and it's like a chief, like, and like, I know I'm just, I'm going down a wormhole, but like Wiggum is nowhere to be found. Wiggum doesn't help them. It's just like, again, minor thing. I'm fully aware that it's a stupid thing to even waste time complaining about, but that's what this show is, is wasting time. Like it could have been Bob. It could have been Kang and Kodos and you could have fought aliens, but I don't know if Kang and Kodos existed yet in season two. Probably not actually. Ah, uh, yeah, no, because when the first Treehouse of Horror maybe would have come out, so they might have coexisted by then. I'm not even sure. But yeah, it's just there wasn't really. But, but then there's no other bad guys. Like, are you gonna throw Bob the RV guy in there for a boss? Or are you gonna? <laughs> I guess that would have been awesome. Something, but well, like I'm just flipping through right now and looking at pictures and uh, of the game and on the, whatever I don't know what level this is that I'm looking at. Um, but one of the, one of the guys that Bart's fighting in this picture I'm looking at is one of the two wrestlers from that like classic, remember that episode where they're watching wrestling and the one hits the other one with the wrench. Oh yeah. 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 That's one of the two guys (laughs) he's fighting now is one of those pro wrestlers, but you're right. They just didn't like, I almost feel like that hurts this game's legacy now because the game has gone on for so long that like a current day Simpsons fan could fire this up and not even recognize three quarters of the little Easter eggs and the little nods to the early days of the Simpsons. Yeah, like, the Easter eggs they do have in the game, though, are actually pretty top-notch. Like, they have the kid that teaches Homer how to box at Noiseland Video Arcade. He'll smack you at the door if you're standing too close to it. You take damage. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it throws back even further than The Simpsons. Like, if you hit the oh, tree man. to get fruit out of it for health, uh, that rabbit he used to draw before The Simpsons even started comes up and has a sign that just says beat it or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, there's... You know what? Yeah, dude, that's a great call because i honestly missed a lot of that stuff because normally when i'm playing this game again as i've said i'm under the influence of alcohol and i'm just mashing buttons and (laughs) making an ass of myself um you know what yeah i think that like when we score this thing at the end in a few minutes and when i tip my cap to this thing like it deserves some credit like anyone that's making a video game about the simpsons or frankly any big franchise the simpsons star wars ninja turtles ghostbusters x-men fucking whatever like 
I don't know how much extra time and money it takes to sneak some of these little Easter eggs into the background, but that shit really counts. Like that's the stuff people notice on these replays and that's the stuff that gets talked about on these nerdy podcasts. So like major tip to Konami because they could have literally just put the Simpsons on the skins of a beat-em-up game, which is kind of what they did, but they didn't have to put in all those little extra things. They could have just taken all our money and we all would have given them their money and walked away. And they didn't do that. So credit given where it's due. You're right. That's a great call that all those little things are there. And that's all you remember now. Like, I mean, take those out and you try to play it now without all that stuff. Like, it's, I think it would just be terrible. Yeah, I agree. Well, and that's one of the things about this game is like, it's not playable anywhere now. Like, anywhere. At one point, it was on PSN and the Xbox Marketplace. And then it got taken down for some reason. Um, you know the only other place it got released, Mr. Blank? Oh, where? It was on a DOS system for the PC. Oh, Oh boy, the PC. So you want to play it again? You be a master racer. Yeah, that's yeah. Nothing says master race like playing a thirty-plus-year-old, out-of-date, not very good beat 'em up. <laughs> in four K. Yeah, in four K. Yeah, yeah. I picture the three nerds from The Simpsons just being like, like just walking down the street, being like, "Man, there's nowhere to play this game." And then those three nerds are like, "Wow, we have a way." <laughs> it's just on the. It's you with those fucking three nerds doing your goddamn PC master race shit. Um, at 60 frames per second yeah in 4k uh yeah no mouse and keyboard only um that's crazy hey that's the only way it came out was just on a like an old pc dos and that was it like it's, I think maybe commodore 64 too or something like that but yeah i love that it was on the commodore 64 for some reason uh but you're right that is it and like turtles got ported um and i don't quote me but i want to say x-men got ported i don't know if it did or not um someone's yelling at us just... right now there was other X-Men games, I think, though. Like, I remember the Genesis X-Men games were kind of like a side-scroll beat them up too. So maybe they right. just, I'm not sure if they bought it at the arcade or not. But, but like, either way, like, yeah, I'm floored that this game never got, like... Oh, it wasn't doable. Wow, but how? Like, there's so many Simpsons games out that suck. Like, you can't tell <laughs> me that... Like, you can't tell me there are systems that couldn't run this thing. Like, I, I, don't, I guess it's got to be a licensing thing. They must have a, like... But, like... Because I guess now, like, who owns it? Because, like, I don't even know who owns this game now. Like, is it Konami? Does Matt Groening own it? Does Fox own yeah. it? Does Disney own it? Because they've bought Fox. Like, I don't know anymore where the fuck this game goes. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't even have a clue who would even own any of these side-scrollers anymore. But. No. And so that might be part of the problem, too. Like, I know with the Ninja Turtles games, not to go on a, on a rant here, but Nickelodeon owns Ninja Turtles now. And so that's how we got that Turtles repro uh, cabinet, the one-up one. It's because Nickelodeon owns everything Turtles. So they could make a deal and release these. Simpsons, I don't know. Because I'm shocked that we haven't got a one-up cabinet of this. Yeah, I mean, that, that leads me to believe it's with Konami. Because for whatever reason, they don't want to do anything video game anymore. So they might just sit on it and be like, you know what, never mind. We don't yeah. want like, start with this because it should be a no-brainer like it seems to be the one that everyone asked for with one up so yeah and like their their 30th season is coming up right away so i mean you'd think if you were gonna re-release it now would be the time um and to be honest with you dude like i mean i i don't think i would buy the cabinet i would probably buy it if it was on xbox marketplace right now or the playstation store for i don't know i'd pay i'd probably pay 20 bucks for this I think I, if it had online, if you and I could sit at home and play with each other, I, that sounded not good. But if you and I could sit at home <laughs> and play it with each other, like I'd pay 20 bucks for this, but I don't, it's not available anywhere. I can't believe it. It's weird. 
Yeah, because it was even weird because they did put it up there, and within a, I think it was about a year or two, they took it right down again. Like, yeah, I even people I even, can play about Nintendo, eh? Yeah, I don't know. I even did some homework on it because I was trying to find out, like, well, why isn't it available anywhere? And all it said was, yeah, it got taken off of the store, and everyone has refused to comment. Like Konami, Sony, Microsoft, like all the everyone that had it, everyone's like, no, we had no, nothing to say about it. I so weird. Like I don't. Cause it's and this is like and like okay so let's get into like when you talk about the actual game itself I know that I said like it's not subjectively good but like it's not a it's not awful I mean especially when you compare it to like the over like the over uh, the all encompassing Simpsons game universe like of all the different Simpsons games out there it probably is a top five Simpsons game. Oh, yeah, like it's a competent arcade beat 'em up. Like there's four characters on the screen. They all play a little slightly different. They can team up for attacks. Like, yeah, I mean, it hits all the buttons. Like, yeah, and that's <laughs> so. I love the fact that you can play as Homer, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie, or in Marge. Pardon me. Um, like I'm really first of all, and maybe this is gonna sound stupid, but you guys got to remember, like, when did this game come out? 1990, 1991, yeah, 1991. Um, it's pretty rad that they made Lisa and Marge playable because like you didn't get a ton of female protagonists back then. And like, they could have very easily just plugged in like chief Wiggum and Barney or something as the other two characters. And you would have been just like, you know what I mean? Like, and some people might've been like, well, where are Marge and Lisa? But I think it's really rad that they put Marge and Lisa in the game and made them as certainly as playable as Bart and Homer are. I think Marge was the she was the Donatello because she had the vacuum cleaner and had the reach from it. So yeah, yeah. I okay. So uh, I'm not like I'm not gonna pretend to be Mister like uh, I'm offended by everything. Blah blah blah. But like you couldn't release this game today as a brand new game and say that Marge's weapon is her vacuum cleaner. Like people would be <laughs> like, why doesn't she just swing her hair or something? Like why does she yeah. have to have a vacuum? But back then, that's all Marge did. As what was Lisa? She was the skipping rope, I think, right? Yeah, she had the skipping rope, which makes complete sense. Like, I'm totally cool with that. And Bart swings his skateboard, and Homer just punches, and all those attacks are totally cool. But yeah, just the idea that Marge just hauls around this fucking vacuum and just swings it at people. <laughs> um, you're like, I don't know why they didn't just make her swing her hair or something, but yeah, I don't know, whatever. I, with all due respect to Marge, well, no, Lisa. I was gonna say, like, I have to assume that Lisa was the character people played as the least of the four. I just remember when we played it, the last guy who came had to play Lisa. And of course. Like, yeah. yeah. That's always <laughs> going to be the case. Like the Turtles game, it doesn't like, you're going to like it at any given point, two people could be playing and they could be any of those turtles. Cause everyone likes different turtles and stuff like that. Same with X-Men. You can play as any X-Men, but when you go to this game, like everybody wants Homer and Bart and then you settle on Marge. Cause you said that she's got the big reach with the vacuum. And then Lisa's like, ah, fuck me. I gotta be Lisa. Just the conscience of fucking Simpsons. I fucking... Right. Uh, I was going to get another beer. I don't... What's that? Uh, if I came up and Lisa's the only one left, like, I'm just going to get a beer instead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'd be like, I got next. And just put your token down. And they're like, dude, there's a fourth <laughs> slot right there. I've got next. And like slide it toward the Homer guy. Um, and then like you said, dude, and I forgot about this, they do team up moves. I think that's so rad. Like that's such a cool little thing that they make the characters work with each other to do like special moves. Yeah, for sure. Because I think... Yeah, I remember Bart and Lisa, they like link hands and they can clothesline everybody or something like that. And then Homer and Marge would somersault together or whatever. Yeah, that's um, right. 
Dude, like stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I rant about on the show all the time. When you're a game developer, those little things, stuff like those unique two like two person deliveries and and stuff like all these little Easter eggs, those really add up. I love the Turtles game, but like why the fuck couldn't the Turtles do team up moves? Like they're actual ninjas. You'd think that they'd be like be awesome to make them do moves, but they didn't put them in, but the Simpsons one they did. I don't get I don't get I whatever. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's I love it. I think it's such a great little touch. <laughs> The only problem with it is, as you and I have already mentioned, this game is such a fucking quarter muncher. It'll kill you in like three hits. And when you're standing side by side with each other, trying to get those tag team moves to work sometimes, you just end up taking a pounding and losing a life instead. So Pretty much, yeah. Like I don't even know if there was an exact science to get them to team up what you had to do. I can't remember remember really pulling it off no me neither I, ever, like, once in a while it would work and you'd be like wow but the thing is is you got to be standing side by side and beat them up 101 when you're playing as multiple characters is you split up like one of you goes to the top left when he goes to the bottom right and you fight your way into the middle or whatever like it's you're never standing side by side doing these stupid tag team moves yeah or you're beating your way through a whole screen of characters just trying to get to each other to pull it off by the time you're dead anyway, yeah so. yeah exactly but it's still cool that it's there and uh this you know what i really love like one of my favorite memories about this game is the little mini games between levels yeah having to blow up the balloons or whatever yeah like i don't know why that's so fucking entertaining to me because it's the most brain dead stupid little game ever each of the four characters has to blow up a balloon and all you do is mash the two attack button or the attack and jump button. <laughs> That's all it is. There's no strategy involved. It's not like the cutscene looks cool. There's nothing to it. But I just, for some reason, I have it like burned into my brain, the mental image of like you blowing up like the giant Homer head and then the three guys in suits blowing up the crusty balloons beside you. I, well, they do such a crappy job of it too. Like if, unless you're actually not trying, you're going to beat them and take off or whatever but yeah yeah i don't know why i like it so much but i do and i and that's another thing i'll say like looking at the pictures like dude this game holds up like graphically for the most part this game looks pretty good even today oh yeah like the art style stands up i mean i guess that's probably the easiest ones to ever bring to a game when there's not it was pretty simple in the first place anyway but well yeah like all the all the environments are bright all the everything's interactive with the everything else too so yeah like it's really it looks like the cartoon like to their credit it looks like the cartoon it looks really bright and colorful um and when you look at it again you talk about like the nes simpsons games and fuck the game boy simpsons games and how bad a lot of them are and how bad they look this one looks you know what this looks like like i'm surprised this didn't get ported to sega if anything this looks like a game that could have run beautifully on the genesis Oh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, Genesis, SNES, any of them, like, they would have handled this easily, I think. Yeah, like, I guess, but it wouldn't. I'm, I'm shocked that, like, nothing ever happened, especially because you got to remember, too, like, I know now that we look back on The Simpsons and we shit on the new episodes and we say that the show isn't what it used to be and stuff like that, but when this game came out in 91 and then up through the first half of the 90s, like, The Simpsons was in its, like, its prime like the prime years of that show and the NES and the SNES were massive and people were buying or part of me, the SNES and the Genesis were massive and people were buying arcade ports like the turtles game and stuff like that. I just, I really, I hope someday a story comes out as to what happened to this game. Cause it's just been forgotten to time. I don't know why. Yeah. Like no sequels. Like they could, have, as the show went on, like they could add an infinite levels in a new game and like more characters and all that stuff. But yeah, like, I just, I don't know. Or like, did you ever play, did you play the Simpsons game? The one that came out a few years ago? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think that's the last major game that's come out, right? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. And it was actually yeah. surprisingly not awful. Um, I think the reviews were decent enough on it. I just never got around to it. I think I was kind of just already Simpson gamed out with everything that came before kind of thing. So, yeah. Which, dude, which, like, to me, to me, once Simpsons Wrestling and Simpsons Skateboarding hit on the PlayStation 1, and they were, oh, I've, yeah. I've never played either of those games. Have you? No, I, I remember playing, there was one in the arcades that was a Simpsons bowling game, and it was about the same quality as the other two, where it looked like everything was just paper cutouts. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't Not fun. A good way. <laughs> yeah. Like, once those games came out, I really got soured on the Simpsons video game franchise. And, like, I played Road Rage. I actually liked Road Rage. A lot of people don't like that game. I liked that game. The Crazy Taxi fine. spoof. And then, obviously, Hit yeah. Run was fucking rad. And then the Simpsons game itself was good. But there's been so many bad games, and I'm like, you've got one made that people are willing to pay for. I just don't, like, where is it? There's nothing that offensive in it. Marge swinging a vacuum isn't that offensive. Like, I don't know what the fuck is... Nothing um... else to fit her character. I mean, she was a homemaker, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what else... Like, I mean, unless maybe, like, they're worried about painting Smithers as a kidnapper. <laughs> like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck the problem is. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So, well, I just can imagine. Could you imagine sitting in the Simpsons game boardroom where it's just like, do you want to do the arcade game? No, Bart's Nightmare first. Or Yeah. Okay, game's ready to pour a doll virtual bar turning. Uh, just so many bad games. It just boggles my mind. I don't get it. Like, just... And I'm not even saying making a Simpsons game is easy, but, like, this one... Frankly, you know what the thing is, Chris? This game shouldn't be good. Like, it's clearly just a cash-in and a way to take all our quarters at Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that. Like, it shouldn't be as beloved as it is, but it really is. And they won't do anything. It just... 
I don't get it. It's really, it's the more we talk about this, the more frustrated I am because I want to play it now and I don't want to go to the arcade and have to spend $40 on tokens. And I also don't want to go bother your bounty Rob and just ask if I can use his arcade machine. Ah, go bug him. I always do. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can I come use your arcade machine? Be like, sure. You can be, I'm like, no, no, you, I don't, I'll play alone. It's okay. Thanks, Bob. I can't come in now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Call him by the wrong name and everything. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, it's, I don't know, dude. I mean, it's hard as fuck, but it's funny. It really serves no purpose. I don't know why it's so beloved. I don't know if it's because we all grew up playing it in Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if it's because we're all just desperate to like a Simpsons video game. Um, it's, it's not... It's nostalgia. Yeah, I think that's Bloody probably hey. a lot of it. Yeah. Oops. Who did you always play as? Who was your go-to? Usually I play as Bart. Yeah? Now, yeah, for some reason, it's always gravitated towards him or... I thought I didn't like Homer when I was young playing as him. I think funny enough, it was always the other three I'd be okay with, but Homer was just with the punching and all that. I just thought he was boring. He didn't have a weapon. That okay. That's a fair argument. Cause I was going to say like my go-to is Homer. I'm sure he's the most popular one. Cause he's, he's Homer. But, uh, I will say though, you're right. Like even when I play this, like when we were playing this not long ago at the arcade, it's like you see Bart swinging his skateboard and Lisa with the skip rope and Marge with her vacuum. And you're like, ah, oh, like I want one of those. I don't want to just run around like I'm literally shaped, shaped like a sphere, just swinging my two arms <laughs> back and forth. Um, like, do you remember? Because I don't remember any of the bosses. Like, do Some you remember? Of the bosses any I remember. Of them? So, like, like, the first one you're right is that wrestler guy because he drops in off of a helicopter and you fight him on the bridge there. <laughs> and then I think the second one, like you're in Krusty Lance, you fight a big Krusty balloon, I think. And and then from there on, I don't really remember too many of them. Like, none of them were, I don't think, were featured on the show ever too much until you get to the end where it's Smithers and Burns. Right. Right. But I've, the final Burns fight's funny because he's in a machine and you pretty much break this machine down slowly. And then finally, he's just down to nothing, just himself or whatever. And that's pretty much it. So. Oh, like just feeble old Mr. Burns. Yeah. That's funny. And you know what? Like, dude, I would love to see a remake of this where they just work in more Simpsons characters. And then when like the ending, maybe they do something funny where it's like you beat up Mr. Burns. And then instead of like taking the jewel and like leaving there, he's, he's like, maybe Homer says something like this whole thing could have been avoided if he just gave us Maggie back. You know what I mean? And he's like, <laughs> Oh, right. I'm sorry. And like, and that's just it. And that's the end of the game. Like, I don't or know. the final boss battle, he just goes to punch you, hurts himself, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Just that burns, like, uh, uh. Oh, dude, I wish more games, and I've ranted about this before, I wish more games had the balls to do that. We don't need every game to finish with a giant, super difficult, two-hour-long boss fight that calls upon everything you learned all game. Sometimes just make the final boss funny and just end it on that. Like, I just, was- like, I prefer that kind of ending. That was the funniest ending of the South Park RPG, the second one there, where they're just like, fine, we'll get our drugs and booze from the other town, and then they roll the credits, and that was it. Yeah, and that's the end of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like, we're going to be talking, I don't know what episode this will be live, and then what episode the other game will be live, but we're talking Conker's Bad Fur Day right away. And if you guys have never played it, I won't spoil the end, but the end is no big fight. It's just, like, a stupid cutscene and a very funny cutscene. And I was so satisfied with that. I was like, that's what I want as an ending in most of my games. Like I, you know what I mean? Like, just give me, just give me a satisfying finale. I don't feel, dude, cause like we've all been there where it's so frustrating when you get to the final boss and then it takes you like two days to beat them. And it's just a super long, boring, dragged out fight against a fucking bullet sponge that can take 3 trillion hits. Like, just give me something entertaining. And like this game, they could have made it a super entertaining ending. I don't think they did, but they could have. At least the it's boss a fight. Is, at least the boss fight is funny though. It's Mr. Burns in a giant robot suit. 
it's a terrible ending. Like, I think once you beat him, there's really not a whole lot to it. But uh, And the thing is, is, like, if you managed to beat this in an actual arcade where you paid for tokens and stuff, like, you probably paid 20-plus dollars to beat this game just for, like, a shitty, like, wah-wah. And then it just invites <laughs> you to play again. Fuck off. Um, awesome. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, I mean, there's not a ton of meat on the bone with this game. It's a very basic game. It's just... It feels so good to cover a Simpsons game that doesn't suck after doing like virtual Bart. And eventually we're going to talk Bart versus the space mutants. We've done Bart's nightmare. Like there's so many crappy Simpsons games and it's so fun to do one that frankly, even if it's not that good today, it's just, it's just stupid fun. Like that's all I want out of a video game is just a couple hours of stupid fun. Like you said, when we played it together, there was actually, that's the first time I've ever actually had four of us at the arcade cabinet playing it. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing that alone was great. And that's one of the things too, is like these and like you play like turtles Two on the NES and stuff like that. And it's like, it's fun, but you miss that multi, like to me, it's the camaraderie or of the four of you standing at a cabinet side by side, by side, by side, like laughing and mashing the buttons. That's the magic to these games. Oh yeah. Like bar none. It's that's more fun than the actual game itself. Quite frankly. Pretty much. So, so, I mean, that was the same thing in the arcade. Like, you remember the X-Men game? It was that massive six-player cabinet with two screens sometimes where that thing was just like a movie theater and a game pretty much. Where yeah, yeah. Like, Turtles, I think, was the same as Simpsons where it was four each, but... Yeah, yeah. And I do, there's something about that four... It's that four-player thing where the four of you are squished in together and if one of you stinks, then you can all tell that that one stinks. And especially when you're drunk now at like a barcade playing it. It's so much fun to just squish in together and laugh while you mash... You're just mashing buttons aimlessly. But that's the... Oh, we definitely match. nailed that part. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, we... I remember we like... We waited forever to get a hold of this when we were at that fucking beercade. We like waited it out. And then finally the people that were playing left and we were just like, all right! We were running over <laughs> and just got our asses kicked. And it was like... Well, should we put in more tokens? And it was like, nah, let's go get something to drink. <laughs> and it was like all that weight for nothing. But, and I got to say too, Chris, before we, we wrap this up, uh, I fucking love the cabinet to this game. Yeah, no, it's got that nice classic design to it. Just all Splash and Simpsons, everything. And yeah. Um, to me, that's like, I know, because I know you've always wanted a Donkey Kong, right? A Donkey Kong arcade machine. Yeah. And I've always wanted a Miss Pac-Man. I want a Miss Pac-Man arcade machine more than anything on this planet. Um, there's just something about the way a vintage-looking arcade cabinet looks. Like, the way it's got a... It's like bill, it's covered in billboards to get you to come over and look at the game. And there's just something special about that. You know what I mean? I just... I fucking love looking at those old cabinets. Well, it's because everybody, like... Because like, that's my buddy Rob's. It's like that. Like, where it's just... It's a generic cabinet. It just... It doesn't look the same. As like a, as a like as a as a re, like an actual cabinet. As like just an actual cabinet. Like I mean, it's it's awesome because it has pretty much any game you could ever want on it. It just doesn't look great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and that's been like one of my things is like if I ever buy a cabinet, I want an actual vintage one because I want it to look like the old cabinet because I just love like I, they even look kind of they look kind of shitty, but I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. looking like oh, that's another thing. Quick before we score this because this was during seasons two, like it's kind of rough looking, but I kind of like that. Cause it looks like vintage Simpsons. Pretty much. Yeah. Like that's actually kind of true. It marries up right to where the, the visuals were in the show at the time. Too. Yeah. Like, cause they were so crudely drawn in the early days and they look like that in this arcade game. 
Like their um, mouths don't look right even and stuff like that. So it's it's hilarious, really. Yeah, I would, like it'd be funny if they made a new Simpsons game today, and there was a part where you like went back to the, something like this, and they made them look like the old drawn Simpsons in that. I think that'd be fucking awesome. So, um, okay, well, I uh, sorry, I'm getting a little bit of an echo. So if you guys can hear that, I apologize. I'm not. It's we're we're fucking learning. We're doing this by the phone. Leave me alone. I'm trying. Um, Chris, you got anything? Like this is one of our shorter episodes but there's not a ton of meat on the bone with this game but i was damn sure gonna get its own episode eventually um no i guess the one last thing i'll mention is that i love how they pulled most tavern off in this game because it's almost nonsensical how you get there you're in a you're in the graveyard level and then at the end you go into this like pretty much open brick wall and you're in most tavern (laughs) which makes absolutely no sense like you're not digging into it or anything you're just there that's awesome and the whole level is just going through this long bar like he must have about a 300 yard bar in this place because <laughs> you're fighting your way through and then finally you see mo and he's just like behind the counter answering the phone looking angry so oh he doesn't even you don't even fight him do you you fight like no like he's just there in the background i think barney's there somewhere too but oh i mean it's great that they make you go to most tavern that's fucking awesome but yeah like I never knew that that you just crash through a wall at a cemetery and end up in Moe's Tavern yeah. I think that's fucking awesome just like in the show except it's not yeah but. and the best part is like okay well we're after Mr. Burns and Smithers let's go by Moe's and fucking wreck his bar and then we'll go to this the power play like it's I don't I know we're just calling out the nonsensical stuff but that's what part of what makes it fun it's not supposed to make sense well and then just like the show you get to even go over Springfield Gorge in this game too so oh do you really yeah, I think it's maybe one or two levels away from that, but you end up falling down the gorge in one of the levels. I think it's either side-scrolling through it or climbing up it or something. Oh, that's but. awesome. Dude, you know what actually would have made a sweet level? Is like, you know on the Turtles games, how they always have this like the surfing levels? Yeah. Uh, it would have been like that, but you're going over the gorge on your skateboard and fighting people <laughs> that are like coming by and you're just flying through the air. Some people might have said that's just lazy, but I think that would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, all right, well... Um, Oh man, I want to play this now. Fuck, and there's nowhere to fucking play it. God damn it. Makes oh, no put your sense. Put COVID gloves on and Yeah, put my COVID gloves on. Fucking go to the bar. Fuck that. I can't afford <laughs> it. I can't afford to fucking pop quarters yeah. in this god. Especially cuz it's like a dollar now. It used to be 25 cents. Tokens are expensive now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, all right. I'm trying to think of how we're going to score this thing. Uh, it came out in 1991. So we'll do that. So if it came out in 1991 on a scale of one to 1991, what would you score the Simpsons arcade game? Eight-year-old Chris will say 1990. Today, Chris will say 1885. 1885. Purely on nostalgia. Right. Yeah. Oh, dude. It without nostalgia, um, and maybe that's part of the reason we're not seeing a re-release because like kids today would be like, "Oh man, something Simpsons." I, I, I Simpsons is still a thing, whether you like it or not. It's still a big deal. Uh, and then maybe they'd buy it and be like, oh, what the fuck? This kind of sucks. Because not everyone, it, without the nostalgia, you're right. It's got a big, it's not that great. When it re-released on like the Xbox Live or the PS Store, like I think they, I can't remember who scored it. They gave it a three out of 10 and just said like, we get it, but this game has not aged well. Right. And we're not even going to pretend it has. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and like, quite frankly, I find that with a lot of beat-em-ups. Like I like beat-em-up games, or at least I used to, but a lot of like the old beat-em-ups are just boring now. Like, you got to find a way to make them entertaining. They can't just be the same old walk left to right, smash the bu- oh, the punch button for an hour. I think, yeah, like you say, playing it online, and I think it'd still be a one and done. Like, I mean, after playing and beating it through on the arcade cabinet, I'm good for another 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, okay, well, if I'm, yeah, out of 1991, yeah, I'll probably go in around 1700. It's pretty, it's, it is what it is. It's an important game. I think that I, and I, and I'll, I will end on this. Is it a testament to the quality of this game that is still considered one of the best Simpsons games? Or is it a detriment to Simpsons games as a whole that 30 years later, this classic, somewhat boring beat em up is still considered one of the best games in the franchise? Because they sure have made a lot of them. They need a South Park equivalent game now. Like the movie proved that the Simpsons can still pull off some good stuff. They just need a good game, dude. Yeah. Oh, like a game the quality level of the two South Park RPGs would be fucking sick. Ugh. And I mean, I know if you're listening to this, you're like, well, there's Hit and Run. Hit and Run's pretty rad. But if you haven't played Hit and Run in a while, it hasn't aged super well either. So that, even that's an old game now. Like, yeah, I played it on GameCube. So that's what 15, yeah. 15, 17 15 years, years now. By now, so yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah, that is old. Yeah, it's been a while. Give us a good new Simpsons game. And I think that would work. I think if they announced a new Simpsons game now and leaned into trying to make it funny, they could make it work. I don't know if they will, but they could make it work. It might be to the point now where to deal with the IP, you've got to deal with Disney and maybe right away they're like, fuck me. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm talking out of my ass now. I don't know. I'm just hoping we can keep all the episodes on Disney, let alone get a game. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Man, I'll be so pissed. That's the only reason I have Disney Plus is to watch The Simpsons on it. So they better never <laughs> fucking take them off of there. Um, yeah, fucking rights. Good stuff. We did it. I didn't know how much how much we'd have to talk about this episode, but we, we made an episode out of this. We could have beat the game in the time we talked about it. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've never played The Simpsons arcade game, uh, this is one of those ones where I would just straight up come on the podcast and suggest finding a ROM because you're not gonna be able to play it anywhere else. At least not without spending a lot of money. If they ever re-release it, then look at it. But otherwise, just do the ROM thing. You're not doing anything wrong. Uh, or have a beer in the bar with three buddies. You'll have fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah. Or get drunk at the bar and just make sure that you're not the last one to the cabinet because if you are, you're gonna have to play as Lisa. So, uh, <laughs> good stuff, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. Thank you. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Chris, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking Simpsons arcade game with me. And to every single one of you hot dogs out there listening all around the world, thank you so much for supporting Remember the Game and me and the show and all the good stuff that we do here. If you're enjoying what I do, please consider supporting me on Patreon. It's only two bucks. I know I plug it a lot, but like... I really it really matters you guys it's only two bucks helps me out so much you get extra podcasts a shout out a whole bunch of other stuff it keeps these shows free not behind a paywall plus you get bonus ones and it helps me eat food and do the stuff I have to do to survive these harsh Alberta winters as I'm sitting right here looking out the window at a goddamn blizzard because Alberta uh yeah you guys are the fucking best this this weekend's expansion pass which you get for that two dollars at patreon.com slash remember the game uh will be all about mega man i'll be ranking mega man one through eleven and we'll be talking about our highs lows favorite things about the blue bomber uh next week game patch 13.0 will drop and then 124th episode of remember the game is coming up in a week as well uh we have a p.o box i don't i always forget to i don't remember if i plug this every week or not we have a p.o box you can find the address at remember the game podcast.com but it is remember the game P.O. Box 69181, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, T6V1G7. I would just love a postcard, a letter, 
something nice. Tell me where you're listening from. I've got Remember the Game postcards here now. I'll shoot you one back. We'll be friends. And if you send me an actual letter to that P.O. box, you're goddamn right I'll find a way to get it on the show. That'd be the coolest thing. Uh, and then check me out on Twitch. I stream there Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sunday nights. Uh, th- this week, Tuesday or Thursday and Sunday streams will be later. They'll be starting at 10 p.m. Mountain Time. I'm sorry if that's too late for some of you, but I'm on the road for stand-up comedy, so I got to kind of play catch-up. Uh, and then next weekend, November 20th and 21st, I will be streaming for 24 hours straight to raise some money with Extra Life for the Stollery Children's Hospital here at Edmonton. I'll be posting more about that on social media in the coming days. Just look for Member the Game over on Twitch. Not remember, Member the Game over on Twitch.tv. You'll find me. You can follow. It's free. You can hang out. We have a good time. And I talk with you guys and play video games and stuff like that. And that'll do it. Thank you all so much for listening. Come back. I don't know, fucking Friday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. There's new podcasts. You guys know. I fu- All I do is sit in this room and talk to this fucking microphone. So there's a whole bunch of new podcasts coming up, you guys. Thanks a lot for listening, and I will talk to you all again soon. Take it easy. Wash your hands. Clean your controllers. Enjoy your new Xboxes and new PlayStations if you manage to get one. And, uh, yeah, cheers. Bye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I just can't produce all these shows without the support that you guys show me over at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. So I'd like to take a quick moment and probably stumble through a few of these names and say thank you to every single person that is supporting our show over there. So a humongous, heartfelt thank you to Aaron Cuphall, Aaron Lawson, Adam Anderson, Adam Oshirello, Alan C., Alex Martinez, Andre, Andrew Halupchuk, Andrew Wright, Andy Baker, April Zane, Arpad Botos, Ashley Cronenbitter, Badar Barhumi, Ben Bulia, Ben Busha, Ben Drinkin, Bradley McHugh, Brandon O'Brien, Brian McKay, Brian Medeiros, Brian Ransom, Bullfrog, Charlie M, Chris Campbell, Chris Fleury, Chris Wilson, Christopher Russell, Chuck Schlarp, Corey, Craig Rutt, Crash Bandicoot, Chris Knife 007, Dan T, Danny Vega, Dario Omen, Dave L, Dave McGee, Dave Thompson, David Ray, Desert Tortoise, Divalk, Duhow, Doug Dorn, Ducks Doxer, Dylan, Eric Canard, Evan Refuse, Fraser Burns, Gary C, Geek Life Radio, Grimpy, Andre SJA Flash, James Clark, Jared, Jason Adams, Jason Cortez, Jay Clutch, Jeff Johnson from Game on GNT, Jeffrey Mathis, Jer Bear, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, Joe Mack, John Doskus, John Quack, Jordan, Josh Morgan, Josh from the Press Start to Join podcast, Kate Roberts, Casey Rarick, Keegs, Kevin Chincholo, Kevin Donlin, Kevin Hufford, Cryptobox, Kyle Paul, Lane Orr, Leon Napskog, Les Winan, Luca, Mackenzie Wheeler, Mark Jones, Mark McHugh, Mark 209, Matt McLean, Matthew Davis, Michael Mathis, Mikkel Hag, Mike Malawaney, Nicholas Blackshaw, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, Morgan, Mr. Impressive, Mr. Nick, Nathan Tromblay, Nathan W., Nick Sills, No One Cares, OG Big Titus, Retro Ghosty Ghost, Rex, Robert Fuchsia, Robert L., Rome 21, Ryan Bashor, Ryan Kinchin, Ryan Yeager, sorry, Ryan Bashor, Ryan Kinchin, Ryan Yeager, Scott Brooks, Scott V., Sean Razine, Sharonic, Slick Rick, Staro Praben. I fucking said that one wrong again too, too. Stupid Monkey, Super Mary Ho, The Giraffe, The T-Word, Thomas D. Reynolds, Tim Riel, Todd, Tom, Tony, Travis, Trevor Hillier, Tyler, Very Cool Dude, Vincent L., Vladstein, White Burrow, Wyman Brooks, Xwater, Yamcha, Zane Donovan, PB McFadden, Gary Robinson, Robertson, Adam Beasley, Tim L., and Dominic S. Thompson. Fuck me, that was... I suck at this, but I made it through. Thank you all so much for supporting the show, you guys, and I will talk to you again next week. You guys are the best. Cheers. Goodbye.